So welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to a special edition of Africans Talk Football today. Um, like we said earlier, we're, we're going to try to give you guys a lot of different type of content, more than just our usual recap of what happened in the Prem the week prior. So I would like to, you know, announce our guest here on the show, our buddy Taylor. And How's it uh, going? It's going great. How's everyone feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. Thank uh shout out to Taylor for joining us. Right, man. Appreciate yeah, absolutely. it. Yeah, pretty absolutely. Good. I think uh I think it's gonna be one of our one of our biggest episodes. I'm actually really excited just to get into it. Yeah. But, um he's a friend of Salam, so I just want to hand it over to Salam so we can just do a quick intro before we get into Taylor and what he's got for us today. Yeah, uh begin Taylor, thank you for coming on. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you giving us your time. Uh sure. I met Taylor and I actually have uh, a good mutual friend named Comey. Shout out Comey. He's a uh, fellow Arsenal fan. Um, <laughs> and that's where him and I yeah. met. But uh, kind of, I mean, just, yeah, obviously, thank you again for coming on. But just kind of diving just right into it. Uh, like, what's your kind of story like with, you know, football? We just soccer here is football. So what's your story yeah. like with football? Like, how did you get into it? And, you know, like, yeah um kind of soccer in middle school um everybody in my school was really big into like american football or lacrosse and i just wasn't uh <laughs> anytime on recess we would all go out and like have a soccer ball and play around and most people didn't take it seriously but i did i just kind of got into it and loved it played all the way through uh, high school as a center back that's really before, how i got into school before you get too far where are you from originally I'm from Boulder, Colorado, but yeah, I was school in Denver at the time. Yeah. Cool. But I'm six foot five, so center back, hey. goalkeeper, and you know I wanted to play with my feet, so center back. Okay. Are you six five? Then die. Then die. Yo, yo, when you got like when you stood up for a second, a second ago, like I did not think you were six five. That's crazy. You know, with yeah. every header. Yeah, that made me pretty tall. It was nice. So, so did you play all four years in high school? Yeah, all four years, uh, two JB and then two on varsity. Oh, wow, nice. Uh, did you uh, play for fun in uh, college or you played? Yeah, I played pickup games, but okay. uh, definitely not good enough to like actually play collegiate, collegiate. Okay. You know? okay. So it's just for fun for me. You playing like, do you play in any like men's leagues right now or anything like that in uh, Colorado? No, I, I started one through work uh five or six years ago but since we kind of had to go through boulder indoor soccer they started you out like with new teams later in the night and mm -hmm. convincing people that be awake at work at like 8 a.m to play at like 11 p.m kind of stuck so i haven't really gotten anybody together since so i'd love to play some more but haven't got to it awesome so uh soccer kit talk mm-hmm I, we we want to talk about that because I think it's a very, you know, very interesting concept. I actually found your page before I actually knew you knew Comey. So it, yeah. it was actually a pretty cool experience. I was actually talking to him about this uh, TikTok page that I found. And he was like, hold on. Are you talking about the guy that talks about the jerseys? And I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, I actually know him. And no that's kind of, yeah, that's how this kind of came about. Because we were just randomly talking. I was, you know, asking him about, hey, what do you think of our podcast? You know, kind of uh, asking him for feedbacks. And we somehow ended up on, you know, your page. So I kind of want you to kind of get into 
how you got into soccer kits. Like, what was the first kit you got that made you just fall in love with getting more and build starting a collection? Uh, well, I'm wearing the team. Like, okay. Uh, okay. First kit that I really got that I like fell in love with because I had a couple before that, but uh, it's an old city kit from uh, 98, 99. Uh, it is neon green and black stripes. And it okay. is kind of like kind of audaciously ugly, but it's like meaningful <laughs> for city fans. And um, it was the kit that they were wearing the first time I saw them play. So it, it was kind of meaningful to me. And I was like, this is really cool. And then um, my grandma bought me a kit one time when she was in, it, in Italy and brought it back. And it just kind of were around my house at the time. I'd wear them when I was playing myself. And like I, I got into just like collecting them myself over the years. I think I've been like collecting, collecting for like about 12, 13 years now. Wow. And it's kind of just accelerated. Yeah. Hmm. Um, some people say it's a problem. I say it's not. It's, <laughs> uh, it's not a problem, man. It's a, yeah. That's a good, that's a good, uh, like good hobby, hobby collection yeah, to have. Sure. Honestly. Yeah. 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 It's fun. I like it. Uh, real quick question for me. I know it's kind of crazy, but how many kits do you actually have? Because I know it's probably over like 150 or something. <laughs> like, and you have to have a, like, where do you store them too? Like, where do you put all these kits? Right. <laughs> they're, uh, they're in the basement on a couple okay. racks. So okay. um, I'm kind of a nerd about it. They're sorted by country and then by league. And uh, wow. I had a lot of downtime and did like by league standing couple weeks ago so wow. really uh, yeah. 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 i'm rocking with that <laughs> i'm um, rocking with that do you want to play like prices right rules and take some guesses about how many i have yeah oh yeah, yeah. actually i mean you said it, it's it is about 100 okay so i'll give you that it's about 13 years okay i'll say wait 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 before you before you say guess it's closest one gets five dollars <laughs> okay from who <laughs> <Long's a lot laughs> <anyway. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right cool. um I'll go first. I'll say racks. If you have racks of jerseys, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I that's a good hint. Actually, I mean, yeah, yeah. I would say, I would say three hundred. No, no, it's lower. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two thirteen. Oh well, higher. Jeez. Whoa. Okay. Um, I, I'll go two sixty. Lower. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Cronus, we set the we set the bar for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be like 259. <laughs> 243. 243. Lower than that, uh, it's 216. So you're oh, pretty good. Oh, wow. crazy. I was gonna guess 216 yeah. for Cleveland. That's our too, area. I swear. Oh, that's oh, crazy. I, I thought about that's it too. Crazy. That's wild. That's wow. crazy. Wow. Yeah, that's I'll get to show you guys. You guys will get to see the latest one. It just came in the mail today. Wow. Oh, awesome. We got an exclusive. Awesome. We got an exclusive. Oh. Look at that. So, yeah, I dropped today. <laughs> so nice. Two, two, 200 and, 216 jerseys. How yep. did you how did you yep. get into like you know explaining them on like soccer kick talk? Like, like the concept of soccer kit talk, how did that come about? Uh that was my wife's idea, actually. Um oh, wow. like you have all this soccer knowledge, you have all these jerseys. Why don't you just like get on TikTok and show them off and like people like that part, but you can also share your knowledge and talk about the clubs, help people get into it. Uh, if it's like a club they love, want to love, or their club is playing and they hate them and you want to know some shit to talk about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like probably something will come up that people will like and 
uh, I just started doing it for fun and people seem to be like really resonating with it and like giving me good comments and asking for like their clubs, clubs they want to see. So yeah, it's kind of a fun way to just involve myself with people that love soccer or, or know nothing about soccer, but want to. So yeah, it was her idea first and she gets credit. Nice. Nice. I just wanted to say, uh, I think it's, I think it's dope that you're doing this because a lot of, especially here in the U S like not a lot of team, not a lot of people. I mean, bro, I've watched soccer a lot. I don't even know some of the jerseys that you have. Right. So like, Mm -hmm. I think like, you know, (laughs) you're doing a service for the people. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I commend you on that. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, was, that was the first thought of like uh mix like clubs that don't get a lot of exposure with like clubs that everybody knows maybe knows something more so like it's good to hear that people are finding new clubs they've never heard of so yeah oh yeah for sure yeah Mm -hmm. i I was gonna say i didn't have a pot or a a tiktok but i you have an instagram we follow you on soccer jersey talk on there as well and i was just scrolling down just looking at some of you know the videos you have on there and then girona fc i literally had never heard of them before and then my buddies with Madrid fan. And then you tell, you know, they told the facts in 2017, they beat Madrid 2-1. I'm like, they beat Madrid? So I go over to my buddy. Yep. I was like, yo, do you remember Girona FC? And he's like, oh, those fucking, yeah. And then he went off on a tangent and it was just like, that's crazy. Cause the Jersey was cool. I just clicked on it. Cause I like the stripes. You even give the history on how the diagonal stripes was cool for that year. And so my question is like, what's your process? Like, how do you pick your teams? You know, um that's actually like that's a good example to start with because Girona found them uh because city football group bought a stake in them so like eh, i guess i'll find out about it okay but it's like for the purpose of there's probably gonna be some players that i know that are gonna be on loan there you know see how they do uh so that's how i found them but most of the time it's like club i dig plays the club um some random amazing goal gets scored and it's like, yeah, I don't know this club. Let me go find out about them. Just like read, learn, scour the internet, talk to fans if I come across them, which is rare during pandemic times, obviously. But it's mostly kind of happenstance watching games and just seeing like a club that I dig for some reason, just reading up on them, learning about them, watching videos. So I've noticed that you uh, normally allow, you know, your followers to, you know, give suggestions. So how do you normally decide on which team you're going to cover? Um, I, I, I know you kind of went over the process, but how do you make the final decision? Okay, this week, it's this team. Kind of just however I feel. Like, I, I'm okay. mixed, like, I feel like it's half taking recommendations, just seeing okay. why I've seen comments, writing them down, be like, okay, yeah, like I have that kid or oh, no, I don't, let me... Mm-hmm. See if I can find one because I'm interested in that club. Most, mm-hmm. uh, and then the other half of I try and move around the world as much as I can of what I have in my collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, when I started, I thought, okay, maybe I'll do like each weekend I'll do three clubs from one country, like one you know, the next one that's a big one, and one you might not know. So okay. I did that with Mexico right out of the gate. Um, that seem to go over really well but mm-hmm. i wanted to kind of spread it around a little bit more and it's it's tough to connect yeah yeah the, the reason yeah. i asked you that question was because you went over asante kotoko's jersey and now i'm actually yeah. from ghana and yeah, so when i saw that it blew my mind it literally blew my mind i was yeah. like how how did he even find this 
you know, so it, it's it piqued my interest. Like, how does he come up? You know, how does he decide? Okay, I'm going to cover this. But I like what you what you do. You pretty much just cover, you know, all around the world. You know, it's not, you know, just all English teams or Spanish teams. It's it's just everywhere. And I have one more request for you. Uh, since yeah. you did Kotoko, you have to do uh, Accra House of Folk. That was my team. So you have to do Accra House of Folk. <laughs> I'm going to write it down. I'll find a kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's their rival. It's Kotoko's rival, Accra House of Folk. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's my only request I have for you. <laughs> You know, I mentioned them in the video. And, uh, yeah, yeah, you well, did. You did. Then, but <laughs> long. Porcupine Warriors. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I love what happens on a lot of African kids with just like the emblem yeah. along yeah. the side mm-hmm. as well, like putting the actual crest on there. I love that style. How, how long so, have you yeah, had that one? That one I actually just got recently. Oh, um, really? In the mail about two months ago. Yeah. Oh wow! So, it took a long time to arrive. I, I've looked around for like kids around the world, and when I can find ones, I'm like I'm never gonna see this again. <laughs> okay, I just okay. Got the money because I can find it. Yeah, so that's actually kind of my one of my questions. Like having 216 kits, um, and you know, with so many people, you know, like making fakes and you know, making kits all over the place. You know, what's your process of actually finding the kit, and like where do you go to get kits? Because like i've like we all said you have kids that we've never seen like ever mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so like where where do you go to get your kids because i know uh, i'm not always trying to go to arsenal direct man they're expensive <laughs> <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah i i feel like i get one or two a year direct from a club where i'm like okay. i absolutely need this one that's dropped like now so like we're mm-hmm. getting towards that part of the year where new kids are dropping and if something looks really good and I don't have it from a club, I'll probably get it from a club. But other than that, like uh, my wife and I, we try and travel as much as we can. Obviously, mm-hmm. that didn't happen in a couple of years. But whenever we're like near a club or in a city, um, oh, taking that's a look. That's a great idea. That's one. cool. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Like after a while, like if you've collected kits, you know what a fake looks like. You can you can yeah. kind of see them. <laughs> For sure. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so I have some older ones that are fakes, um, but not too many like kind of get by me now like uh, i have one guy that uh i buy from pretty frequently uh through ebay his name's igor i will shout him out later because this kid i just got in the mail is from him um and i'll tell you a little more about him he's he's cool i don't dude. know why but that name sounds familiar trust him no i feel no, i feel like i've bought I've, I've bought kits off ebay before so i feel like i've bought a kit from that same person oh, off okay. eBay. you might it's kind of crazy yeah, he lives in uh, Kiev, Ukraine. Oh, wow. I, I, I got to go back and look. But I, I feel like I yeah. bought a kit from an Igor before, like randomly or seen his name on eBay um, before. So that's kind of wild. Yeah, he's a good dude. I just got this kit from him. It Like, obviously, with the war, it took a month and a half to get here. But mm. he's pretty dedicated. He's staying safe. I, I chat with him every once in a while on eBay, back and forth when I buy a kit from him. And uh yeah, he, he's taken uh, some portions of the profits from his shirt sales right now and giving them to the Ukrainian army. So that's kind of nice, too. Wow. Uh, that he does that. Uh, shout out oh, to Igor, man. Yeah. yeah. Does he have, uh, like, a social media handle or anything? Like an uh, Instagram? Probably, um, not that I know of. I could throw out his eBay name. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Igor ON93, I think. I'll, okay. I'll have to check that. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. So 
I see like Igor gives you jerseys. You say you buy from clubs. Um, has there ever been a jersey that you just couldn't find or was just really obscure and you really had to scour the ends of the earth? You know what I mean? Uh, one that's taken forever to find. I got one that was found for me that even I didn't know of uh, mm. before I got it. So I'll talk about that in a second. But hardest one to find, actually this one, kind of a random one I brought up. It took me a long time to find. It just looks so audacious and cool. But it took me about a year after it came out to find it uh, from Levante. Whoa, those are nice. Those are crispy. Yeah, it was a third kit they did. You can see kind of the like additional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife hates the look of it, but only because she just really doesn't like yellow. So she <laughs> yeah. about that, That's a strong yellow, though. Like. Mm-hmm. They probably got a patent on yeah. it. That's McDonald's yellow. Yeah. Oh. I had a, <laughs> with you now at Arsenal, but Gabriel Jesus, I had a Gabriel mm-hmm. Jesus Brazilian jersey for the World Cup a couple years ago. And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> So, question for you like, how do you, I know like we're kind of all over the place with these questions, but um, how do you select, do you like, do you care about the players like on the back of the jersey? Do you, do you just get kits or do you get, like, I generally just get kits. Um, if I'm buying from a club, like I'll usually get get a name on a kit as well. Like City Kit here is one of my older ones from City, and it's got Zabaleta on the back because yeah. he's one of my absolute favorite players. Um, oh. But most kits I'll find like somewhere else or like at a club or like a vendor. Yeah, just no names. Nice, timeless, timeless. Okay, so so. Uh, we were just talking about, you know, Chelsea's kit that dropped and the conversation of historic kits, you know, somehow ended up in there. And <laughs> what do you think makes a historic kit for a club? Because there are some kits that you look back and you you, you can just remember, you know, yeah. the, the time period. You could just be like, oh, the days with Arsenal, with, uh, you know, JVC and uh, what was the other yeah, one? Yeah, the kids sponsor. Yeah. yeah, so, so th- there are some kids you, you can just remember with the sponsor. I, I kind of want to get your input on that. Since you're a collector, what 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 kind of kids do you look at and you think, okay, this is a historic one that I need? Like visually, like kid sponsor is a really big one. Like yeah, like, as much as like companies are there and they used to not be on kids, and I'm not like partial to mm-hmm. them on the front like obviously like the jvc like you mentioned mm-hmm. uh, like carlsberg for liverpool like if you're down in italy like pretty much anybody that's appeared on ac milan kid like mm-hmm. opel generally for me also like outside that would be like moments like moments that a, a player has like come to bear wearing that jersey where they scored that goal whatever it may be okay okay um, Kind of strikes me. That's where one of bought, which is down here. Uh, like I brought it up to skip. Felt weird. Like Cornelius, you're wearing the Barca jersey, but you're a Chelsea fan. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Oh, yeah, those are classic. No, 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 no. Oh my god. Yeah. You That's just took us back. Moments, like you guys immediately felt pain. Yeah, I, 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 
Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I mean, Damn. you know, we, we still got two. I, I was things. just watching the highlights. Things. I was just watching the highlights, you know. Oh, man. Yeah, we still got two. We of still them. got two of them things, you know. It's, it's okay. That I was a get tough mine one, someday. <laughs> that was a tough one. <laughs> will get there someday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Me too. No, I feel, me too. I, I feel that because every time I see, <laughs> I think it's that 2000. 11 2012 2013 man city jersey oh yeah he had aguero that like every time like i already know like when i see it like i already know what era what Mm -hmm. year who what everybody's number was (laughs) i'm just like yeah man i i I feel you on that one of the best years of my life yeah so one of my questions was uh personally what if you don't if you don't mind just asking what is like the most expensive kit that you've like had to that to get like what's the most expensive one because mm-hmm. i know that i know kits are expensive like you go mm-hmm. i know inflation is crazy right now but i mean you go to arsenal i mean an arsenal kit right now is pretty much what 180 for authentic kit from the website so i know you know you're getting retro kits you're getting old kits you know some of them are not even in circulation anymore so it's you know if you know i'm just asking like what's the most expensive kit that you've had to get i think um like there's a couple that i bought like direct from vendors like you were saying like ones that are just aren't in circulation anymore they're hard to find um that was 250 that's the most i've ever spent and that was okay. for a terrible. 94, 94, 95 Blackburn Rovers kit. Whoa. Uh, was it, that, was that the championship League? The championship winning year? Or... Uh, the year after. So it has the, the press okay. right in the center with the, yeah, with their Premier League win. I'm like, that's, yeah, it's kind of too cool to pass up. So oh, wow. I just had some spare money. So I bought that. But yeah, like direct from clubs, it costs so much money right now. Yeah, it's like 180 if you want authentic, and it's still like 120 minimum just for like replica if you get yeah, a name on it. Replica. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. So then what's for you, what's what's the most exclusive kit that you have? If and like what's the what's the story behind it? Uh again, I'm gonna shout out my wife Kaylee because like five years ago I set her she like a task. She asked me, like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, okay. Get me a kit, do research, find a kit, make it special, make it random, make it obscure, something I wouldn't even expect. And she had like a month and a half and she did like research. She talked to friends that played soccer and find something. Um, And she got me a Nagoya Krampus jersey. Yeah, I didn't know it either. Yeah. Yeah, this was the the kid I was mentioning earlier of like, this is the most random kid I have. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're a Japanese club. Oh, and, uh, oh. You know, like I've never heard of them. They were in J1 at the time. I think okay. they moved down or maybe come back up. But uh, she was like, yep, found it. I think she might have actually talked to Comey about it because okay. one link is Arsene Fanger actually coached them, coached them for a oh, bit. Oh, okay. Wow. Like, okay. All right. Okay. Random. Wow. But that's the most left field one I've, I think I've Fanger. ever gotten. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> was at a Japanese team. Y'all might have to go do some more research. Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. What? So, he was there for a couple seasons. Yeah, I'm like really? All right. <laughs> no, that's dope. Uh, I mean, yeah. we're all curious though. Obviously, you know, Africans talk football. Let's talk about the African kits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Let me bring them out. 
Ooh, he had him on standby. Like, he knew it was coming. He knew it was coming. There's a pile. Bring out the rack. Come on, bring out the rack. <laughs> I need to see George or Bon. <laughs> Put this one away for you, Chelsea fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So I only have a couple so far, and they're all national teams. So yeah. this guy up here. Ooh. Classic. Classic. That's a good one. Classic, nice good one. one. Any year for Nigeria, like World Cup. And yeah. Like mm -hmm. yeah. Let's just look. And then I had to get Kalache on the back. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. I can respect that for sure. He's the one who got away, man. I loved him at City. And I was City so product. But mm -hmm. he wasn't really, you think he got he away? Was. You think he got away? I think we could have like hung on to him a couple more years. And I think he would have really done well at City. He like he just wasn't getting the playing time, and mm. I respect him for knowing where the playing time was. Um, it's kind of hard to play along Jamie side of Jamie Vardy and get some playing time, but <laughs> I think he's doing well. But I still yeah. miss him. He was a top hero for us. Uh, next one. This one's gonna be a fun one. I need to figure out if I am gonna wear this for their World Cup match or not. Uh, Tunisia Ooh. kit. Ooh. That's clean. Yeah, that's, that's clean. clean. That's very. Yeah, clean. this one's also kind of cool because like the badge is kind of felt. Okay. Oh wow! This okay. Feels cool. Um, but I have a friend Helmy that's from Tunisia, so I kind of bought okay. it just as for him. Okay. Uh, that was about a year ago. That was pretty cool. It was like that's great. We have to wear it during a match. We get to watch a match. Um, mm -hmm. And another shout out to my friend Leith, who's from Australia. Mm -hmm. The two of them are going to be playing. They're going to be watching at like 3 a.m. here at their house. Mm -hmm. And they're both trying to figure out, like, okay, whose side are you on? <laughs> you should get. Like, if you want to buy me a soccer boots kit, oh, yeah. so I'll, I'll wear it. I'll wear it. Yeah, I'll wear it. I'll wear it over, yeah, under. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I found this one and uh, had to buy it for our friend Comey because it's a Togo kit. Oh man, that is That's nice. Fire. That is fire. Damn. What year is the that? Double Puma. Yeah, the double uh, Puma. What? I feel like it's 2012. Okay. But the double Puma. Like That's hard. That I've never seen that. Yeah. I've literally never seen that. Can you put that back up? Yeah, can you put that back up? Yeah. The double Puma's on the shoulders. That's cold. That's. Wow. Yeah. Puma cool. just love to put him like right in the center. Right, right. I know. <laughs> yep. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, no question about who's they're yeah. just doing that to clubs. Like last season with the third kits they put out mm -hmm. where there's like a club badge goes on the oh, back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you're on the front. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was, I wasn't either. I was just yeah. talking about it though. Ever since like I think like a few years ago, they made Rihanna like the head of like their women's like sports and Jay-Z the oh, head yeah. of like their guy mm -hmm. sports. So Puma's yeah. been trying stuff. They like they've been coming out with some crazy kits the last like three, four it's a lot years. Better. That is true. Like they do push the envelope. I'll give them that. Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Just that third kit rubbed me wrong. Like, yeah, it, it was. It's a it was, sweet it, looking training top. It's like a great yeah, as a training yeah, top, but yeah, it's yeah, like, right. I don't know. Yeah, the badge is not in the front. It's not right. That's yeah. That's I, I agree. Who else is like Dortmund's and Man City's is like that. Yeah, Marseille. Yeah. No, well, well, AC Milan. No, yeah, a couple. Milan got it too. Yeah. Uh, as well. I think there was yeah. somebody else. Yeah, it was like one of the first games of the season. Where they wore that, I remember watching a Fenerbahce game, and some kid scored for Fenerbahce for the first time. 
went to catch the badge. And it was <laughs> nuts. <laughs> 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 it was terrible for that That's kid. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so you, with you being, you know, a kit merchant, um, and you know, my team is known as kit merchants. You know? <laughs> uh, Club and country, who do you think right now is at the top of the kick game? Like top, top of the kick game. Uh, I like that question. Yeah, that's a good question. Like doing the best work, probably Puma. Like, like Cornelius was saying, they're pushing the edge. They're trying stuff. Like it doesn't work mm-hmm. all the time, but like mm-hmm. they're pushing the envelope. And I think that um, as far as like favorite kit merchant, uh, I'd say Macron is my favorite. Really? Like wow. the style there, fiber, like the Levante. Yeah, kit. Mm-hmm. yeah. they do have. Like they, they try stuff swag. too. Like this is audacious and it's really cool. It's just a good mm-hmm. color scheme. I really like that. But one. yeah, their their fabric feels really good, breathes really well. I like them. Um, I feel like Nike has fallen off a little bit. I guess Thank feel like you. I oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We say I it all agree. the time. Yeah, Nike's gotten lazy. That, that's what I think yeah. it is. They've gotten lazy. So 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 which which teams do you think though have the best kits right now? Ah, best looking kits like for this season or just like last couple where they're doing uh, I would I wouldn't say do last couple of years. Yeah, I would say last yeah. couple of years. Like what, what teams do you think have been on the top of their game kit wise? Top of their game, uh, I feel like I'm pandering when I say Arsenal, but yeah, that's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, kit yeah. merchants, man. Kit yeah. merchants. Now, like, like it just somehow Arsenal's like third kits do portray like their part of the city in London each time, like with the kind of rock and the marble style and the third yeah. kit a couple mm-hmm. years ago. That was pretty cool. I really like that. Yeah. I know like Puma's trying to do that for city and it's a little hit or miss of kind of pulling in local Manchester culture into mm-hmm. it. Um, I like what Marseille does. They look pretty yeah. good. Okay. Um, my friend Mark's gonna hate this, but I gotta say that Real Madrid is always pretty good. Oh like, yeah, always clean. Really yeah. White, mm-hmm. clean white kit is always good, but like their third yeah. and their white kits are always pretty solid too, which where they have to show off because Los Blancos, that's all yeah. it's gonna be ever mm-hmm. wrong. Um, trying to think of anybody else. One I really love and more towards like the causes they do with it is um this minnow kind of small Turkish club I love called Istanbul Basak yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Istanbul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All orange kit. And then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. this Chuck sh- wait, 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 wait. So no, the team the not- team that United played? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know exactly who they are. You know who yeah, they are. It's like Istanbul Don't act brand new. There's a United fan down the street from us. I watched that game, put on my Basakshi here kit, walked by his house afterwards, and he, he was on his lawn. It was great. <laughs> he looks so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, they do a couple kits. Like, the last one they did last year was kind of an all-white as a third kit that had kind of water tones to it, and they donated mm-hmm. part of proceeds to, like, World Water Initiative. So, I like when clubs do that, that that's also like top of the game stuff for me for kids. Like when you're doing something that's like a cause with it and something that's beneficial. I like that. So have you tried to get the uh, the Senegal, not Senegal, Cameroon sleeveless jerseys? Have you tried to get those kids yet? 
Uh, no, these it'll aren't. probably be hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll next probably be hard to on, find. Next time you come on, the five of us should come on and just <laughs> with the, with the, sleeveless. the, the Cameroon <laughs> sleeveless jerseys. <laughs> I would get one for that. For that moment, I absolutely. <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah I want to talk about. Jersey? I want to. Yeah, I want to talk about your favorite city jersey because it's it's obviously going to be a a city jersey. Yeah. So which one uh, is your favorite? Is it the one you have on? This is the one I wear the most. This one's okay. upstairs in my closet. So there's yeah. kind of like, I have the racks downstairs that has most of mine. And then I have like a couple kits upstairs for sitting. This is the one mm-hmm. I wear the most for them um, mm-hmm. and for a couple other clubs. But favorite one of all time was the one I mentioned before, which is from the, oh, the this green season. One? Okay. We were way down the third, okay. uh, third tier. Wow. That's when I found us. Um, yeah. First game I ever saw was the uh, the old Division Two playoff final where, wow. just in Super City fashion, we put in two goals to tie it in stoppage time. Took the penalties and won at Wembley and went back up. And as one of those matches, like we didn't win that, uh, City would not be who we are now. Like I don't yeah. think we would have been purchased, not even by um, the Thai Prime Minister who bought us the year before. Um, we got bought by the UAE. I don't think it would have happened. So like, it's, it's special because it's like a moment in our club's history. And it's special because like, like, to be honest, that was the first time I ever saw Manchester city. And I thought Mm -hmm. like, that's their home kit. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. Yeah. So how many Manchester city kids do you have? Like in total? Uh, so I have a spreadsheet. I have to keep like a spreadsheet. No keep way. <laughs> no way. That's crazy. A spreadsheet. <laughs> I feel like it's like 12 or 13. Like, wow. Like I slowed down on buying yeah, city 11. kids when I started collecting like more clubs. Okay. I just want to branch out. So I buy one like every other year. It's really to the point of like an okay. away kit or a third kit that looks good. And, um, I'm hoping like the leaks that I've seen for the city away kit this coming season are like true because it looks like it's going to be a black and red stripes, like diagonal stripe Ooh, kit, okay. which we haven't done in like 10 years. And it's a throwback to like when yeah. we were successful in the seventies and eighties and we had that as an away kit. So it's good luck. I've been kind of waiting for Puma to do that. And I think they finally got it and they're going to do it. So that one, I'm going to get this here if it comes out. How do you feel about you guys home kit this year? Do you like it? Dispassionately? Well, passionately, no, I hate United kits, but <laughs> just honestly, the, the home kit, I actually dig that you're going back to the style of having the mm-hmm. kind of base oh, around us? it. Yeah. Yeah. Us? yeah, United. Yeah. Oh, I thought he says, oh, yeah. No, no I, I was, was talking about your home kit. I was talking about your home kit, like city home kit. I was kit. like, damn, oh, Taylor. Where, where, oh, yeah. I saw United. <laughs> Hostility. You know, you no. can get shots <laughs> anywhere. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was saying city's home kit with, you know, the Puma and then the uh, city emblem. Yeah, how do you feel about um, it? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Like, I like the trimming around the neck. Yeah, those are clean, yeah. I like that it's just a straight up blue. Finally, again, there's been a lot of like detail on our kits. Mm-hmm. Like, the, um, gosh, when I think of it, like kind of like little rocks and tiles that are yeah. a lot of the Manchester kind of areas. Uh, it's cool looking, but it's not to my taste. Mm-hmm. Flat white, blue trim. It's fine. And having the, the badge right in the center. I think it's cool. I'm so used to it being over the heart, but I'll, mm. I'll try it for one 
I know you mentioned United's kids. I, I, I'm with you. I kind of, I kind of, it's grown on me, especially mm-hmm. watching it today. Um, when we beat Liverpool four uh, <laughs> nil, it, it looks. It looked, it looked, you know he had. A, you know he had a It looked. They did look really good. But I wanted to ask you guys. I personally am not a fan of collars on jerseys. Really, I don't, I don't own a jersey that has a collar on. I just, I just want my jerseys to just be like, you know, round. Mm-hmm. I, See, I don't know. those those Real Madrid. I can't remember what they had the. Was it the, the gold? The gold trim. Yeah, those oh, yeah. long sleeve jerseys oh. with the collar are some of my favorite. Like I think those are oh, some of the most know. iconic. You know what I mean? They were like their their home <laughs> kits with the gold Ronaldo trim. Doing. Yeah, when Ramos and Ronaldo were wearing the long sleeve, I thought those were like the mm-hmm. like the perfect kit. No cap, I'm not gonna lie. I actually don't mind the collars at all. I actually like the United one this season. Yeah, I like. <laughs> I, I like Chelsea's too. Um, I don't mind it actually. I don't uh, mind. I feel like it looks good on some, mostly on Arsenal jerseys. I mean, obviously. Because I feel but, like um, you feel it's a little bit more polished, you know, yeah, you yeah. have a collar. I don't mm-hmm, know. You can wear it out mm-hmm. to the pub, you can wear it absolutely. to the play. <laughs> absolutely. So I want to ask you also about your uh, U.S. men's national team uh, kit collection. Do you have a big collection for them at all? Uh, no, not for them. I have three. I have three kids. Oh, uh, really? Just three? Yeah, from just 2010. Three. Yeah, do you remember the the red, white, and blue stripes? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. One? yeah. That was iconic. That was the first one I ever got. Um, I have another one that's uh, just a training kit. It's all black, but it's got the okay. new U.S. emblem on it. Okay. Uh, and then uh, for the last Women's World Cup, I grabbed a Kristen Press jersey. So Love that. And uh, uh, then she moved to United, so I was kind of conflicted. But her, <laughs> love her and Tobin Heath. That's right. You got two great stars there for a bit. Yeah. True. They left the year after, though. Uh, Tobin <laughs> Heath actually went to Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, really? Nice. Well, I know we talked a little bit about, um, like, your first City game that you watched, but, like, kind of run down how you became a City fan, like, what made you choose them as your club? Because every every football fan wants to know that origin story of how you became yeah. you know. <laughs> Yeah, so like that game is the first game I saw, and that's where the the choice was made, I guess. Okay. So, um, wow. yeah, City was on a slide for a couple of years before that. So I dropped out of the prem, then down to old Division One, so what the championship is now, mm-hmm. and then dropped again uh, for one season. We were only in the third tier for one season ever. It was that year. What year was that? Uh, that was into '98. Okay. Uh, okay. And. Uh, my God, I was just over in England. Like my dad taught there for a little bit. And my mm-hmm. mom and I came over, visited him, and we went to a pub with a friend of his that was a professor there and watched the match. So like, yeah, does your son like football? Uh, like, yeah, he's just getting into it. He plays at school. Yeah, come along and watch it. So I'm sitting in this pub, wow. and it tended to be like where anybody that was not like from that area went to watch football. And okay. It was just a bunch of city fans at the time, and there were grown men crying and cheering and laughing and just having a great time, especially when we got to like stoppage time. Yeah, and uh, Paul Dickov scored this tying goal, uh, because it was two nil at the time, it was mm-hmm. done, and came back, scored two goals, sent it to extra time, and yeah, beer was flying everywhere. And I'm like, <laughs> I have yeah. to be a part of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So it was like hard in the first couple of years because like they weren't on TV here and I just had to like mm. read about them in newspapers and everything, but I was still just wow. like, hey, I'm going to follow and know what this is. So obviously it got easier as more games started showing up on the air. And uh, yeah, it's, that's when I became a City fan. That's dope. That's oh, dope. You're a City fan before you could watch them in the States. That's actually crazy. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's crazy. I, mean, I went through a lot of pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my life with City has been like, true typical city of just like actual like we'll, we'll probably mess this up we'll go from scoring three goals one match to like shipping four goals at a, with a three goal lead the next match and mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes it interesting it makes you appreciate like the current times. so yeah how have you seen the progression from because you've seen it all i mean not i mean not yeah all, i mean since 98 yeah a little bit before like that three. Yeah, yeah so like how um, have you seen like that progression I, it's been interesting going from like a club that's mid table is a successful season for Mm -hmm. us and seasons where we were in relegation scraps. And like a lot of the players that I grew up with watching at city, like, as I learned about them, I come to find they were at other clubs and they're just coming towards the end of their career. And that's why we were able to pick them up, squeeze the last little bit of success Mm -hmm. out of them before they kind of retire. Um, Going to the money, making the change, like, that's the honest answer. It's just like, yep, we got bought by somebody who has an immense amount of money and funnels it into the club and then into the community around Manchester, which is great. But, you know, like that's the the way the change came about. And like, obviously, Pap jumping on board has made us a more solidified club culture of winning, obviously. But like, it, it really just kind of came together. It's been kind of surprising just being a City fan and all of a sudden realizing it's been was it 14 years since we got bought and wow. we still don't want a champions league which most of us don't really care about which is surprising but we'll do it at some point but just the fact <laughs> that you go to the stadium and don't think we might lose today is an immense yeah. feeling that we just like didn't grow mm-hmm. up with and didn't feel for a long time as city fans we would go to the stadium or watch a match and be like let's see what the hell happens today um mm-hmm. was the feeling so yeah there's this stability about the club now that just i didn't grow up with and it, it feels great yeah let, let's get into uh city a little bit more um speaking of stability mm. <laughs> so ellen uh holland uh what are your expectations for next season at least for year uh, one year one year one everybody tells me like the, the words i hear the most is this guy's gonna bang in 30 goals i don't expect it <laughs> um Mm -hmm. i do i expect fireworks the kid is incredibly talented like in baseball everybody be calling him a five-tool player the man has a great header he is blistering fast and his finishing for his age is just off the charts and i'm both feet too Mm -hmm. yeah he's not a winger so i don't think he's going to take like a first season to settle under pep um I still have no idea, like, are we going to be changing our formation to fit Holland, or is he going to have to fit into what we do now? I don't think he's going to play as a false nine. That would be wild. <laughs> he's he's a that, true nine. That's yeah. crazy, but he's, he's not a number crazy. nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a nine. True. That's what we need is a nine. Um, my expectation is definitely over 20 goals. Um, uh, yeah, that's kind of my In the Prem or all competitions? All comps? Or... In the Prem. Okay. Wow. Okay. I think Mike said 20 uh, or something like that. I, I said 15 all comps. Yeah. 
15 all comps. 15 all comps? That's yeah. Yeah, I'm saying 15 all comps. They're in everything. Fit, yeah. All competitions. They're in every they're competition. In everything. I know. I said 15 all comps. They're in Club World Cup. They're in everything. I, I just... This is my reason. I just think City is just one of those teams that, like, the goals come from everywhere. It's not going to be, like, just one guy. I feel like throughout the... They haven't had this in a while. Since Aguero. I know, I know. Aguero Aguero has been the guy. Yeah, this is going to be prime kind of striker-pointed City, I think. I think he's, like, the goals are going to come from everywhere still. I Mm -hmm. I do still believe that. But I think Holland is really going to be the spearhead. It's going to be 20 in the league. And I'll say he's going to throw 10 in the UCL. Minimum. Wow. Yeah, I mean, hey. yo, he, he, loves he's, he's, the hey. he loves the Champions League. He shows mm-hmm. up every time. His ringtone he wakes up to in the morning is the Champions League. <laughs> That's no joke. That's, That's nuts. I know that. That's crazy. Just kind of do it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm excited. About- like, it's, it's going to be a change to like how City plays. It's kind of one of those first seasons I don't, and, like, in a while where I don't know exactly what I'm going to get with like our attack. Mm-hmm. We're going to score goals, but how is going to be like an evolution from where we've been. And that's kind of exciting for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So speaking about Champions League, um, this past year, you know, you spoke, it's it's crazy because you you spoke about, you know, one of the first matches you ever watched was, you know, them coming back in stoppage time, scoring two (laughs) goals and then going to PKs. Full circle. I see where it's going. Yeah. So, I mean, our group chat was, popping that day i oh, mean yeah. I, Man, not, nobody yeah. ex- nobody expected to to see what not would happen that, that day not, not in that fashion yeah, so can, can you kind of tell like just kind of walk us through your your 90 minutes um mm-hmm. of, plus <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your, yeah your 90 minutes <laughs> plus, 90 minutes of, plus. Of, <laughs> of your champions league uh exit this year <laughs> the the turn that comes to mind and like if you ask any sandy fan about that game they'll say that was typical city it's not something we've experienced in a while. <laughs> Typical city is snatching defeat from the jaws of success. Mm-hmm. It's, mm. it's one of those things, like, no matter, like, how long we change our culture and everything that we're doing now, I think it's going to be part of our DNA. So towards the end of that game, that's what I was thinking of. One minute, just switching off one minute. How do we do yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Um, so many people were talking to me after, like, the first leg and saying, like, you guys got this in the bag. And I said, no, no, we don't. We can always mess this up, especially <laughs> because Benzema, the guy Thank can take you. over any game, and then he Thank did. Uh, my 90 minutes were sitting there thinking, we're actually tactically playing this perfectly for an away match with a lead. I wish we had put away a lot more of our chances in the first leg, so I wouldn't be stressed, but we didn't. So we're there, and I was thinking, we're we're holding them back. We're frustrating them. When Mara's put in that goal, I was thinking, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> obviously we didn't <laughs> in mm-hmm. the end it was really just switching off in defense which is rare for us now so it, it felt like that typical city like yep we found a way mm-hmm. to mess it up um i was frustrated with the penalty i thought it was mm-hmm. soft but it was a penalty you mm-hmm. know it does one of those things like sitting in a bar places and like penalties get called and fans lose their minds about them yeah. like, even when it's like against city i'm like yeah, that's a penalty. Like, yeah. <laughs> really, not like blown away by like a penalty call, mm-hmm. and like I totally should have been or could have been for that mm-hmm. with the frustration I was feeling. But it's a fair call, and yeah, yeah we just got it done. Yeah. So one of our biggest debates of the podcast was 
Was it Pep's fault or was it the players? We want to hear from a City fan. What do you think? Do you think Pep was tinkering too much or Some of those the players just didn't, didn't come yeah. through for him? He brings, he brings Grealish on. Grealish has a chance and misses. You know, it's... Yeah. I think it's Benzema's fault for being too damn good. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, here. No, I, I think you put the onus on the players, which I think mm-hmm. when City's having a bad go of it, Pep lets them figure it out. Uh, mm-hmm. I do dig that. Like when when it's a match that can be won, there's something that we can tweak if we're down. Whatever it is, Pep goes to work, and I think he does a good job. Um, the last couple of seasons, this and last season, I think he's done great, especially in the UCL with not tinkering mm-hmm. when he has passed. Like Champions League final uh, against Chelsea. Yeah, that, that was a, that was. That because of Pep. Yeah. Uh, if you have a squad that has Rodri and Fernandinho in it, and you're going into a Champions League final, I got to play. Either of them, you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah, and like he didn't tinker last year, he didn't tinker the previous year in Champions League, and let the players try and figure it out. And you know, we just didn't sort it out in the end. But like, we played for it, and we didn't like do tactically wrong, in my opinion. Like bringing mm-hmm. Grealish on. Every winger takes a year to settle at City these days, and he was just getting to that point where he was actually starting to click and not have to be mm-hmm. the one guy that drives everything forward. He's not holding on to the ball too long. He's keeping it ticking over. And, like, the chance he had, everything was right. There was just a yep. defender on the line. Mm-hmm. And it hurt. That was like, it. That was honestly it. Yeah, yeah that it was, was it. I saw that, and I was like... Yeah. yeah, but see, that's, that's why I told you, Cornelius, like, if Grealish makes that, then like Pep's like this genius. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He misses, Grealish misses, which is like, how are you missing that? That's on you. You know, yeah. that's on Fernandinho, you know, showing <laughs> who he was <laughs> at the wrong point of the, the, the match. But, yeah. you know. I so mean, you guys have some major players that left this summer. Yeah. Uh, Fernandinho left, Sterling's left, Jesus left. How are you feeling about that? I feel sad. Like, I don't feel like we're losing out, like, except for Sterling. I mm-hmm. really, a city fan that loves Sterling, there's a surprising amount of city fans that rag on him way too much. He's, he's an absolute legend for us. He just keeps coming up with the goods and he, I'm pissed he's going to for Chelsea too. He's going to be mm-hmm. success there, but like, still wish him well. I just wish he was with us. Uh, Jesus, I'm happy he's at Arsenal. I'm happy he's going to get that opportunity to be the guy there. Um, he's going to fit you guys perfectly, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. He's just he wasn't going to get the playing time at City with Holland and Julian Alvarez there. He wasn't yeah. going to get the playing time. Yeah. So, another guy who's been like underrated by a lot of City fans just because he doesn't score the same amount of goals as Aguero because mm-hmm. nobody does. But mm-hmm. uh, he's a spark plug. He's kind of the guy that. Like, if Arsenal are down and they're just not playing as a squad, he'll drag you guys along. That's, like, the quality that I don't think gets talked enough about of why Arteta wanted to bring him there. Okay. And on top of that, you saw that flick of a goal, the second goal he scored <laughs> in preseason. Yeah. He's got his confidence up again. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be excited to see that. But, I like, I sit here and I worry about our wingers. Like, obviously, I shouldn't. We have an immense amount of talent. But... There's a lot of changes going into the squad. Absolutely. I'm wondering if we settle. We need to settle quick enough because obviously the Prem comes down to one point nowadays. So, like, yeah. 
anybody can afford slip-ups. And yeah, I don't know if we take the title again this year. I think we can, absolutely. But it's going to be City and Liverpool again, probably. Chelsea's going to be a lot tighter to us this mm-hmm. year. So, um, and I'll throw out the fact that Arsenal is going to get back to being fourth, just like they always should. <laughs> that's, that's my guess. <laughs> what? Fourth, You'll be in the fourth. Champions League. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know. It, it, hey, fourth, 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 it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be ATF TV episode if I didn't say Arteta out. So, I'm still Arteta out, man. It's, it's, it's interesting how, like, nice Taylor is talking about how you know, Sterling, I wish him the best. Jesus, I wish yeah. him the best. That's how you know he's been on top for a while. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, how you know he's yeah. been on top like for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. thank you for We, we are, we are not threats. <laughs> <laughs> we are thank you for your services. I think Sterling is an absolute loss for us. Like, I would... Like I'm not saying, yeah, and you know, like he's past his prime, or we don't need him in the squad. Like I was 27. Take him over. He's just entering. Yeah. yeah, he's right there. So, like, I think he needs the playing time. Like we're going into the World Cup, and I think Southgate plays him absolutely, like already. But, but you got to make sure he gets the playing time. So Chelsea will give him that, and mm. City would, but not all of the time. We have too many wingers, yeah. and that loves to rotate. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you're with uh, – I mean, that's the thing. You have players that are versatile. So, I mean, you have Marez, You have um, – They have Alvarez Robert. coming in. And, yeah, Alvarez too, bro. Like, yeah. yeah. He's he's gonna be huge. I think he's going to be really good. It's going to be a problem. He's gonna United be, could have had him too. Yeah. Not enough <laughs> – sorry, man. We got <laughs> – yeah. People are talking about him. He is fantastic. And yeah, he can play all the way across the front. So he kind of mm-hmm. fills in for Jesus, takes out yeah. the squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Pep goes to playing two forwards, like two strikers up front, mm-hmm. having him and a lot up front. So I expect Julian Alvarez is going to play as a winger a lot and drift in. What What are your expectations? Of, I mean, we've been very critical of Jack Grealish on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, $100 million man, uh, not dollar, but 100, you know. Too much price tag is the price tag. What was it? Uh, six GA all season? Six all comes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like I mean, for him, people talk I mean, about he'll Timo. Get, he'll get, he'll get, the, he'll get the um, <laughs> opportunities this year. So you expect a bounce back season from Grealish? Yeah, I expect a bounce back season. Not to the extent like the, he would have at Aston Villa in his seasons there, where he was the only offensive threat and everything funneled through him, but. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying before, and I say to everybody, wingers take one year to settle at City. Mm-hmm. I go back at Sterling in his first season when he came over from Liverpool, same for Mares. Mm-hmm. They were good. It's a different style. You have to get the ball moving a lot faster than you used to, especially if you're the guy at Villa and all of a sudden you're just a squad guy at mm-hmm. City. Yeah. He struggled, and I was expecting him to, and I, I let him off for that. He frustrated the hell out of me all season, even though I felt that way. But he started to show, like, the things that I need out of, like, a Pep winger, out of Grealish. Uh, I still think we pay too much money for him. That's mm-hmm. too much money for any player, to be fair. I agree. But, I agree. Uh, oh, yeah. It's just <laughs> too much money. But I think he starts turning it around. I don't think he throws down, like, a PFA player of the year season next yeah, okay. like this coming season. But, yeah, he's going to be much better this season. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I have another question, you know, about Breelish. Um, we don't we usually don't have, you know, city fans on the podcast. So yeah. we, we don't know where to direct some of these questions. <laughs> but um, how do you feel about Grealish's uh, off the field life? I personally don't think it matters. I don't think it matters as long as they perform on the field. It doesn't matter to me. But, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, he's he's caught a lot of heat this summer, you know, pictures coming out from Vegas. They you know, <laughs> stayed out of his mind. I mean, as a city fan, how do you feel about that? This is your hundred million dollar player <laughs> off the pitch. Yeah, exactly. You have any expectations for him off the pitch? Because I don't. I mean, I'm the same kind of feeling about you. Like, yeah, this is private life and the way they live it is their life. And mm-hmm. like if paparazzi comes and sees you, you did that. Like as long as you show up and you're like mm-hmm. there for training and you're committed to the club, fine. Go out and do whatever you want. Um, as long as you follow the coach's rules about that, fine. Yeah. I mean, he'd be off mm-hmm. the piss. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. 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 But well, speaking said, like it's like, oh yeah, you see all the players going out and celebrating and like yeah. Like, what do you feel about that? It's like, I feel mad that they didn't, like, call me to bring me along. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a great response. I love that response. Yeah. He's a cheeky mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. He's funny. Mm-hmm. He's funny. I mean, you guys have just been yeah. winning for so long that, like, I just, even hearing you talk about Man City, like, we don't get this energy. I He's so yeah. calm. Yeah. He's just so you know calm saying? about them. I'm like, bro, he yeah. knows they're on yeah. top. No, you genuinely seem happy, Taylor. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm happy for you. Like right on this podcast, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, as you guys started to ascend, we started to decline. And, I mean, we, mm-hmm. we obviously, you know, we had the preseason game the, the, in Bangkok. Uh, the, 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 what is it? The, the Century Cup final yeah. was today <laughs> and uh it was our first preseason game we beat liverpool four nil um, what, what are your what are your what are your thoughts on ten Hag coming to united i mean obviously i mean this isn't the first time a new manager has come into united but you know i mean you guys have I won't say it, but Manchester has not been red for a while. And you know, like, do you think this changes anything for United? And you know, like, how do you, what do you think about you know our chances? I guess going forward, um, I do think it changes things. Um, I definitely think Ten Hag's going to be better than Van Gaal was. That's not saying much, but um, Van Gaal. I, I was frustrated that that he moved to United because he was the guy that I was kind of eyeballing as coming after Pep, to be honest. Just timing's not right. I was like, this guy has the idea for a system. He's a great manager. He's a player's manager as well. And that's really one of the biggest things I think United need right now is a player manager, just Mm. somebody to kick players into gear. And then a guy that's not afraid to say, you, you, and you, you're out. I need just clean house. And it doesn't matter like how pretty it is, how ugly it is, roll over the squad, get the right people in place. And the only thing that I think really stopped United from getting back towards where you should be traditionally is patience from fans. Um, it's not going to be this season, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have to throw the same example in of I think Arsenal have taken a lot longer to get back to where they are because of just impatience from mm-hmm. their board and from fan base, which like it, it's the same kind of struggle. Like you're used to an extreme amount of success and all of a sudden it's not happening. It's absolute frustration. Uh, 
So what do, you, what, what, what do you, Taylor, define as patience? Because the last time we won a title was 2013, and we're approaching almost 10 years now. So what? Yeah, what, what patient, bad, but, yeah. 20. Yeah, I've run out of patience. I don't yeah. have any more patience. I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, it, no, that's like consistent yeah. improvement each season. Like... I don't think United cracked the top four this season. I think you'll finish fifth. If you don't hey, finish... You know. We need to invite him on a predictions episode. No yeah, cap. man. What? No, cat. Yep, fifth. Um, if you don't finish in the top four the next season, Ten Hag gets fired. That's just the nature of it. But I think it needs to be like a three-year thing. If United doesn't win the title in three years, maybe there's no hope for you guys at all. But In three years? Thing, Hold think, on, you think in three years? Yeah, I think that's where the club is. You have the right players, but the wrong system. If Ten Hag puts a system in there. Wow, we disagree. You think we have the players? Yeah. (laughs) You need a couple more players. The business is not there this offseason yet, but I think you're getting close. Like this, Lissandra Martinez is a good player to bring in. Um, I'm really glad, actually, that you shipped Dean Henderson out. It's kind of nice just for him, just to get some playing time. That, that might be the person you need to wing back around once De Gea finally like decides he's gonna die or something. He'll probably be at like forty-five, <laughs> but keep you know, lined up. Uh, as long as you ditch McGuire, I think you actually have a chance. Uh, that's the other. Yeah, that's, I think we, we all agree on McGuire. Yeah, <laughs> we, we all agree. Yeah. We didn't play today, and I thought that we looked really good. Um, <laughs> there's another player that seems to just you know never elude the lineup, but he was once again pedestrian. Um, Scott McTominay, but um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, uh, lastly, uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on the U.S. men's national team and you know their prospects going forward. Um, we've talked about this men's national team a lot here. Um, I think we all have different opinions. I, I think Gabriel think certainly. Gabriel Gabriel certainly has. No hope. Um, a different opinion from I think the three of us, Cornelius, Mike, and I are kind of on the same page as far as what we think could happen. But with this like group of players, like what do you think you know we could do in the World Cup? Uh, I think we finally get to the quarters this time. Wow, just kind of throw that. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. because. God, I, about 2010, I was like, I need to learn about this country. Yeah. Make you feel good. There you go. Um, yeah, I think quarters. <laughs> I think we get to the quarters. As long as Weston's healthy and, like, he's back. Agreed. And he's not got, like, any, like, bad lingering injury from last season. I think that helps. We need him. We're we need a that. striker. We need a striker to step up. That's the last piece, in my opinion like for something that actually can be a team that can move through knockout stages. I don't think we get beyond quarters though. Like that's, that's a step too far. I think this world cup, but if we can get there. That's something to build on. And then in the next four years, keep building players. Like it elevates the, the game in this country, more young athletes start moving to soccer instead of football. Yeah. And I think that just keeps the momentum going, but if we can't, achieve something like that that really piques the interest of the public i think we're going to stagnate a little bit but wales 
Iran, Taylor. UK. Yeah, so you uh, think we're going to get out of the group? Wales, yeah. Iran, UK. How many uh, points out of those three teams? For US? Yes. I think we take six. Six, just six? Yes. You think six is enough? Yeah, I think six will be enough. We'll beat Iran, we'll I, beat Wales. Unless they're just tied. We might get a draw out of England. I, I think England will be on point again. Their momentum is good. Um, I think we get a draw at best against England, and I think we take Wales um, easily. I don't know if I don't know if Bale will be enough of a focal point just for Wales to be successful in the World Cup. And then Iran is where I actually think we might have like a, a banana peel. They actually have some pretty talented players. They don't get enough like exposure, obviously, but I think we'll take them as well. But that's the banana peel I see potentially as being a run. But I think we take six points, maybe seven. Are you sure there's not uh tequila or vodka in that glass that you had? Or uh, quarterfinals? Quarters, yeah, man. Hey! <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, I don't think this dissenting opinion. I want to hear from you first. Yo, first and foremost. I don't think we get out the group stage. I I personally don't have hope for this U.S. team. I really don't. I think we have some talented players like Weston McKinney. Um, I mean, I guess you can put Chris and Pulisic in there. Uh, <laughs> Musa, I guess you could Musa. put. Yeah, Musa, I guess you could put. Uh, oh, yeah. Serginio Dest, Dest as well. Um, Adam. Yeah. I think we have you know some some decent individuals, but I just. The things that I've seen from this U.S. team over the past couple of years, um, losing to Honduras, losing to these, I mean, as Salam likes to say, pedestrian teams, like these <laughs> poor countries, these poor countries. I can't go into I've the world I've never Cup called a country pedestrian, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I've only referred to the player. I've never referred to a country. <laughs> you know what I mean. But it's like, I, I just... I just don't see us. I don't see us beating England. I I agree with you on the fact that I don't think we'll beat Iran. I don't think we'll beat them. I personally think that we will lose to them, like a hundred percent. I think we'll lose to Iran and Wales. I mean, I think we'll get three points against Wales. I think that's a team that we'll, we match up against well and we can get three points. But I don't see us getting out the group stage. Like I really don't uh. see us. For and you talk about the quarters. Like if we got the group stage, hey, y'all shut me up. Congratulations, I'll be rooting for you. <laughs> But the quarters? Nah, that I I put my all my eggs in the basket and say that's not gonna happen, because uh, I don't think we get out the group stage and then the team that we see in the round of sixteen. I mean, I think they'll for sure beat us. I I just I don't know. I just don't have a lot of hope for this U.S. team. I don't think they're they're very well structured. I think we have some some decent players, but I just don't I, I don't agree with the system. Um, and I don't I don't. Think don't we're really gonna? Yeah, I don't. We don't have a nine. We don't have a goal scorer. Like, it's just those are things that don't combine don't well with the World Cup. Uh, uh, once again, like, <laughs> come on, we know it, and we know what a keeper can do. <laughs> we know what a nine can do, and we always talk about this. I, I, I say I'm a firm, firm believer in this. Your spine of the team has to be strong. The nine, the 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 midfield, the the six the center back and the keeper, they have to be strong. If your spine of your team is not strong, you're not going to be strong that strong of a team. If it's just That's just how football works to me. So I don't think we have a solid six. Uh, well, we have McKinney. It's my fault. So uh, McKinney be all right, be healthy, but, but he needs to be healthy. We don't have a nine. We don't have a keeper. And who's our center back? 
Zimmerman. Zimmerman has actually gotten better with age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah he's got Brooks. better. But... How about Brooks? No, he's 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 a little old, man. Yeah, no, I mean he he, he could play. I don't think Miles Robinson won't be back. I don't know. And, and that's my yeah, and and that's my thing. Like, how can we win when our spine of our team isn't good or isn't strong? Like, what what happens when Iran? Those those strikers and those wingers start making runs. We we're gonna be lost. <laughs> we're gonna be lost. When those players are making runs, we're gonna be lost. So I, I, personally, I mean, hey, we get to the quarters. Hey, congratulations! But I just I don't have much hope for this U.S. team, man. I, I'm I'm excited to see the World Cup, of course. You know, I love the World Cup. It's the best time of year, especially you know with the Premier League starting early this year and then going straight into the World Cup and then going Premier League right after. I mean, it's gonna be a great yeah. a great yeah. year of football. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of football being played, which would be amazing. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this U.S. team, 2FC, man. I, I just don't <laughs> I just, I just, just don't see them doing doing well. So to hear you say that they're going to the quarters, I mean, that's that's a shock. That's, that's a, a big, like, big shock. That's a shock. feeling is like, one, like a nine does step up. If that doesn't happen, that does change my mentality. But, like, mm-hmm. I do think somebody is going to take that role and, like, actually put a stamp on it. That doesn't happen, then yeah, I'm kind of with you back in the group stages, but I think it's gonna happen. And then on top of that, it's like we we're putting a lot of our faith into Chris and Pulisic, and (laughs) we talk about Chris and Pulisic a lot on this podcast. I don't think he's that good. I'm sorry, but (laughs) if this is our Captain America, then I'm I'm actually glad you brought him (laughs) up. I I was gonna say who who has more uh, expectations, Christian Pulisic or McKinney? Because well, I, the world the world has put their expectations on Pulisic, which I don't think he's ready for at this point mm-hmm. in time. No, yeah, but I, I personally believe Weston McKinney is a better overall player. Yeah, easily. I believe mm-hmm. I believe McKinney's the better player. But I think yeah. we've shifted the the expectations on Pulisic. Yeah, the the fate the fate of this U.S. team isn't on Pulisic. Honestly, it's it's on McKinney. It's in the the yeah. game, matches are won and lost in the midfield. Every time yep. they're won and lost in the midfield. So if we don't have McKinney, it's dead. I mean, if he's not healthy, it's it's dead. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I you, you guys are talking about McKinney and those guys, but for real, I feel like it's Burhalter, man. I think Burhalter oh ran his course. I think he is. <laughs> like, this is the time where this is like that, like Ole moment. You know what I'm saying? Like last year when we got Ronaldo. All right, bro. Like. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's you've done what you needed to do, but now we're in a position to compete. And I think that that's a good point. Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, if 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 he doesn't make it to the to the I don't know, but I think even achieving this World Cup is a step in the right direction for the US. So I was gonna say it's like a Mark Jackson, Steve Kerr type thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We got to that final point, but we need that manager to push us. Push it, yeah. That's what I'm saying. The structure too. I mean, the manager, as Ole proved, can kill a team quick. Yeah, quick. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I just don't. I personally don't see it. So if we get to the quarters, uh, I'm, I'm definitely gonna, you. You're on my IG story. You'll be the first person I contact. <laughs> you were right. You were right. 100. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, it's it's gonna be an interesting World Cup for sure. I'm looking forward to it. He's Salam as well. On the like, it, maybe Berhalter is run his courts. Like he gets the World Cup and if he doesn't have success there. I think it is time to move on. Like he's yeah. pushed us, mm-hmm. but if he can't take this next step, the it's next time step. for the next person to take that yeah. level, yeah. building, go further. Yeah. yeah. 
No, I agree. Yeah, Taylor, you can uh, you can take the floor. I know you wanted to, you know, reveal the new kit you just got. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like a uh, you're un- unlocking a FIFA. An African right. stock football exclusive right here. We got an exclusive. Oh, yeah. From the All man authentic. himself. From the man himself. That was super close, dude. Cutting the jersey there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Don't do that. Um, uh, so, uh, club or international jersey? Club. And this is number 217. Ooh. Ooh. Dinamo, is that Dinamo? Dinamo Kiev? Yeah. Wow. The Ukraine in the middle. Wow. You can see the flag. That's, That's hard. Fire. I didn't know they were fire. New Balance. We were just talking about what, what year was so, this? What year is this kit? Uh, this is just from last season. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. wow, those are those are, those are fresh. That is clean. That did, is did you get a name and number, he, anything, he, he, he or dropped, just a kit? No, you dropped a little tidbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you dropped a little tidbit. You said you got it from Igor. We should have known. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he lived in Kiev. We should have known. We should have known. Mm-hmm. Wow. You put it up again, little Easter egg. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I love that. That's fire. That's a fire kit. Oh, man. That's clean. That's, that's a fire kit. Shout out. Yeah, you it's good. Open mesh on the back, so this will breathe. It's been hot as hell here. So I need that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good kit. I love it. That's it looks good. Thank you for sharing with us. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. that. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for yeah, man. Again, just you know, appreciate your your time, obviously, for coming on. Uh, I know it's been a little bit, but sometimes you know, conversations with us, you know, the time yeah, we, we could talk all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it's kind of similar to in the world about football, so and I'm um, up for it. Yeah. So man. I so I have one quick question. I know we want to wrap up here soon, and Salam, I'll let you get you know a little wrap up in, but you know, I I overheard you saying your dad taught in England for a little bit, so you said travel you know you and your wife travel a lot now so i'm assuming you've been to a, a city game um i want to ask if you have like a favorite city moment at a game that you've attended or just a favorite city moment in general just for the fans yeah um i'll go beyond the obvious ones like the moment i talked about uh, mm-hmm. just becoming a city fan obviously the aguero moment yeah mm-hmm. I don't know, snatching a title away from across town felt really good. <laughs> uh, I think of like my favorite moment that doesn't get talked about enough. I didn't get to see it live, but watching this game again after years, I uh, would be 2004 against Spurs. So this will make you happy. We beat them 4-3 uh, at White Hart Lane when we were down 3-0 at halftime. And Joey Barton got red carded at halftime. For Who is it? Joey Barton. Joey Barton. Shout out Joey Barton. Shout out Joey. That's a throwback. <laughs> Shout out Joey. Barton shows up everywhere in city lore. Like played for City. Mm-hmm. We kind of liked him. He was a hothead. He got sent off at halftime this match, and we came back and scored four goals and one in stoppage time to beat him. And it was wow. unreal FA Cup match, but. Um, yeah, he showed up for QPR at the Aguero moment and got mm-hmm. sent off for yeah. Aguero. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah, that, double mm-hmm. agent Joey Barton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> double agent. Oh man, no idea where he is now, but yeah. Um, I know. Favorite moment in person at a city match. Uh, I was actually going to go to a match with Comey, and it was going to be on his birthday. So yeah, we met in February. Now I know this. So we're going to a game, Arsenal against City at the Etihad. Mm. And the 
game got moved to a Sunday and he had to fly back uh, before uh... then. So but Kaylee and I went and uh, beat Arsenal on Aguero's score at a hat trick. So, wow. Uh, okay. hat trick in person was very special. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, That's a good cool. That's a sweet one. Yeah. Gabriel. He already even knew the score line too. Yeah, game that got postponed. I already knew what it was, man. I was sick. It'd be like that, man. Be like that. No, that's really cool. Um, and it's ultimately like it's it's cool that like you were there before, like you know. Yeah this hall the takeover you know yeah. the over because you know it's crazy man because like i coach in youth soccer and like we're actually doing camps this week and like one of my questions would be like what's your favorite team and almost all the kids are like man city and i'm like wow like you got like times have changed yeah like when i was a kid like there was no such thing yeah. as like uh you know not <laughs> yeah. in america Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh. everyone was a yeah. united fan yeah. man everyone like, it's, yeah. it's United or Arsenal. Like or Arsenal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's really cool that uh, you know, that you have that history with them. And unfortunately, you know, you're lucky to where you know your team was is, is doing really well now. So um, <laughs> not for long. The boys in blue are coming. Yeah, we coming uh, for y'all. The uh, boys in blue are already here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, na- navy blue, none of that baby blue. Team. None of that. I'm not even blue navy team. blue. Cornel- <laughs> you're, even, you're not even navy blue. The Tottenham, you guys are like royal blue. Mm-hmm. Royal, you know, pride of like London, whatever you want to call it. Like United can get back on top as long as Liverpool start to fail. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. Oh, I mean, you no. saw the game today. You saw what happened today. I, I think, yeah, I think this guy is talking I'm, about preseason. Think, oh, good. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep my agendas here. You know, I'm not gonna say anything crazy like Malasia being the best left back in the league or anything. I'm just gonna right. say like, you know, what I'm saying the agendas won't start, but <laughs> it, it was what? a good, it was a good uh, show in today. Um, <laughs> but before things get crazy, a left back by the traded city, then there isn't United. We don't even have a left back. What are you talking about? <laughs> I thought you guys were gonna right. get uh, what was Cordelia's boy? Yeah, I really, you know, that's my guy. I mean, we solved our problem. It's Cancelo, but Cancelo, best left back in the world. Speaking of which, you guys did get. We didn't really touch on it. Calvin Phillips, real quickly. What do you think about? What do you think he'll contribute? He's got big boots to fill because I love Fernandinho. Mm-hmm. Dark arts of playing midfield kind of went out of our squad, and that's a big thing that doesn't get talked enough about, about Fernandinho. But I feel like Calvin Phillips is a better rounded player than Fernandinho. I don't think his mind is as quick for the game as Fernandinho, so that will be a little different. We lose a lot of leadership with Fernandinho leaving. But Calvin Phillips is – going to be magnificent i think uh he's not going to get the same kind of playing time he got last season like even with the injury but mm-hmm. i think he slots in really well for what fernandinho was giving us because he oh, wasn't yeah. playing as for sure so um like him alongside rodri and just trading between the two we'll be able to trade between the two a lot more with phillips than we could with fernandinho mm-hmm. because of just the legs we're going mm-hmm. i love him i i think he's going to be great and i think I think City's showing a lot of purpose with him because we gave him the number four shirt. Nobody's worn yeah. that since comedy left. So I think that's mm-hmm. a statement. Yeah, 
I, I like to see what he's going to accomplish. Uh, I got text from a friend named Kane, who's a Leeds fan, and he said, uh, "Why'd you take him from us? I hate you." But I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay seeing him in the shirt now. Um, yeah, he talks volumes about him. I've loved everything I've seen from Calvin Phillips playing, and like, he definitely has um, like earned being England's Player of the Year in the last season. Like for them, he was very good. So I'm excited to see him in a blue shirt. Yeah, I, I think also talking about the injury with him, um, he's also like one of those injury pro players, but I think going to City is going to be good for him because he wants to play every single match. Yeah, you know, yeah. he'll, he'll yeah. have some time to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are, they're, you know, they're adding just more and more games every year, more and mm-hmm. more games, more and more games. So, you know, the rest for these guys is very vital. So I think going to City, I mean, obviously is, is a step up, it's an improvement, but just for him physically, I think as a player, it's very good for him too because he won't have to play 90 minutes you know, each, every week, all the time, you know, he, he have some time to rest, maybe play 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. So, yeah. Be good really good us. yeah. Facts. Uh, Man City, you know, it's funny, like this is, we don't really talk about Man City often because it's yeah. usually like whenever we start yeah. talking about Man City, it's just kind of like, uh, they got three <laughs> points again this week. Yeah. Yeah, they got three points they beat again. whoever. No. <laughs> Odin look great. Yeah, the <laughs> very, you know, Minimal analysis, <laughs> if you will. But um, yeah, it's like but yeah, being a weather reporter in San Diego, like it's sunny today in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah San man. Diego. San Diego is uh, really nice. But yeah, man, uh, Taylor, thank you again for coming on, man. Really, yeah, thank man. you, man. absolutely appreciate it. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yeah, mm-hmm. taking time to talk to us. And- you want to plug your socials? Yeah, I got this one right here. Soccer mm-hmm. Kit Talk. That's my TikTok. And then uh, soccer jersey talk is on um, is on Insta. Same content, posting on both. So if you're into soccer kits, you want to learn something about clubs you don't know, clubs you do know, it's the spot. Yeah, check the man out, man. He, he fresh some knowledge classics. and some really good kits. content. Really good content for sure. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, man. I mean, like you. <laughs> I, I speaking for myself, I learned a lot from watching oh, yeah. the videos. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. It's, it's a really cool concept that you got going. So keep it up, man. Keep it up, absolutely. I, I love, I love your content. So. I need requests. You got me here. Like, do you have any requests? Oh, I like, got you, you Ethiopia, man. Oh. <laughs> Our country, yeah. Ethiopia. Oh, you can find I told- a George upon we are upon we are George Weah, whatever George the Weah. only Weah. only African player to win the Ballon d'Or. Make sure yeah. you know it. Make sure <laughs> that, you that know it. Be George Weah played for City. Yeah, he did. He, he did. did at the end yeah. of his career. He did. Wow, right. George Weah. Yep. Yeah, at the end of his career, bro. Yeah, he yeah. Did it was in that series. period where I was just like, we were signing players that were over the hill. Yeah, Anelka. Yeah, Anelka is one of them. Uh, <laughs> but he he uh, came to Chelsea Bobby though. Yeah. yeah. If you Bobby could find Fowler? a city we a jersey, that'd be that'd be exclusive. Yeah. That'd be yeah. <laughs> nah, that would. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of I feel some type of way about. I, I have a good one for you. I have a good one for you. My favorite team from uh, the UAE, Al Ain. You should look that up. Yeah, yeah, Al Ain. They have pretty nice jerseys. Their colors are, I believe, white and purple. Yeah, is that where Asamoa John played? Yeah, that, yeah, that's where Asamoa John played actually. Yeah, so, that's where he moved. Yeah, so Al Ain. Yeah, he's retired. They just retired. Okay. Yeah. So it's spelled A L and then A I N Al Ain. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Pretty much anytime I get a recommendation, like, yep, I gotta go find that kid now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. All right. Thank you so much. We really appreciate yeah, thank you. you. Thanks, yeah, man. totally. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Soccer Kid Talk, Africans Talk Football. We like to always, you know, conclude the episodes with a kind gesture to our fans. And that's uh, thank you for tuning in and good luck to you in your future endeavors. Thank you.